Alright guys, solo podcast today. Today I'm going to get into my Sunday and Monday NFL predictions. So, um, I didn't make a prediction for the Texans, you know, Chiefs game. Because I, I had them as my lock to win week one. And that was, my, and that was a Thursday night game. So now we're going to move on to the Sunday and Monday games. Sorry, my voice is a little dry. I'm a little sick. But let's get into it on this, you know, good Sunday morning. Let's get into my... Predictions. So first, you got Dolphins at the Patriots, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm taking the Patriots to win. I think they just are the better overall team. They have a great defense. And I just think that they're going to shut down the Dolphins' offense. And Cam Newton is going to bring a whole new dimension to the offense. You know, he can run. He can do a lot of things that Tom Brady couldn't do. But at the same time, he can do a lot of he can't do a lot of things that Tom Brady could do. So Cam does bring another dimension to the Patriots offense, but again, he's not as accurate and as proficient as Tom Brady. So it's gonna be kinda of interesting to see Cam Newton in this offense. But final thoughts, I think defense for the Pats has to step up. And yeah, and for the Dolphins to win this game, they have to you know, their defense has to step up and stop Cam Newton. And their offense has to be proficient versus this Patriots defense, who is insane on paper. Even though they lost so many guys, you know, lose in free agency and opt-outs, they're still a great defense and a great coached defense. And I, I just think Newton has a good day. I think their running game, you know, stays good. And I just think... What the Patriots or Dolphins have to do to win this game is they have to not get out coached. And I know that's ridiculous to say. You're against Bill Belichick. But Brian Flores, you know, beat Bill Belichick last year in Week 17 in Foxborough. And now they're playing in Week 1 in Foxborough. So this team, don't be surprised if the Dolphins win this game. But I think that Pats win only because they're at home. They play a lot better at home um, than the Dolphins obviously do on the road. And I just think Cam Newton finds a, finds a way to get the job done. And I'm picking, I'd say, the Patriots to win this game like 27-23. No, 27-20. All right, now let's head to Packers at Vikings at 1 p.m. Eastern. And... This game is going to be a very interesting game because, you know, the, these are the both the top two teams, in my opinion, in the NFC North. And I think it, I think the NFC North race is going to come down to these two teams. It's going to come down to the Vikings, you know, and, and the Packers. Kirk Cousins versus A-Rod. you got Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. you got Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen. you got great, great players all around. Packers do have the better secondary, I'd say, maybe, but the Vikings, I think, have the better overall defense. And offensive weapons, i give it to the Vikings. I don't know. J- Justin Jett, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. The The offenses are similar, but I just think this game comes down to, you know, the Vikings defense making a stop. And I just think what, what, if they can make a stop, because I just think the offenses are pretty even. I, th- I think it's going to come down to the defense. And I think the Vikings defense is going to make that play at the end of the game to seal the victory. So I, I think Vikings win 23-20. to um, 
I think their defense makes a play to, you know, win the game for them. Colts, Jaguars at 1 p.m. Eastern. I'm taking the Colts. I think the better overall roster, you know, overall well, better around the team. I think Rivers behind a good old line is a way better quarterback. And even though he doesn't have, you know, as great of weapons as he did in um, in uh, San Diego, L.A., he has a great run game with Marlon Mack. You got Jonathan Taylor, who's probably going to be the RB1, who I think is the best running back out of this draft class. So he has a great run game, a great O-line, and a pretty good defense. So he has... I just think Rivers is going to be solid. And I just, I, just, I, I just think the Colts overall are going to be a really, really good team. I, I think they can win 11 games. And I think going to Jacksonville, I, I don't know if there's going to be fans there. Go to Jacksonville and you pick up a good week one W. I like to like 26 to 17. You pick up a solid week one W versus Gardner Minshew in those Jags. And I think that is going to give you a, a good you know, start to the season. So that's my prediction for that game. Okay, now we got Eagles at Washington. This game's going to be close, especially with the losses of Miles Sanders and the Eagles, so many injuries, Brandon Brooks and the Redskins having injuries, or, or, or I should say Washington. Both teams having a lot of injuries coming into this game, and I just think the better coach team wins. And I, I just think that Doug Peterson's a better coach than Ron Rivera. And... That that's just that's just my thoughts. I, I just think that Doug's gonna out coach Ron Rivera and I think the Eagles win I think like twenty four to twenty. Mainly because of you know, Rager is playing so they're gonna have um their first round draft pick just to help Wentz out. They still have Ertz, they still have Goddard, they still have a much better offense than the Redskins. Defenses are similar. I mean, the Redskins have a slightly better defense, but still, the Eagles. I, I think the, I think the Eagles win this game through Carson Wentz. And if Carson Wentz can you know do what he did last year, you know carry this team to the playoffs, and you know he'll get his respect, and they'll win games. But I I think that they can win games just just with Carson Wentz carrying the team alone. So I just think even without Miles Sanders. I think the Eagles can still put the W. I'd say 24-20. All right, Bears at the Detroit Lions at 1 p.m. Eastern time. I'm picking the upside. I'm going Detroit. I, I just think Stafford is going to, you know, th- have a big day today. I know the Bears defense used to be one of the best of the decade, and then they just kind of fell off. But if Kalomak can still produce, this defense could be a top-five defense. But I, I, I just don't think it's that good anymore, and I think Matt Stafford is going to eat, even though without Kenny Galladay, I just think that this team can rally around Matt Stafford and win games, and I just don't have trust in Mitch Trubisky winning, all, especially on the road, versus a pretty solid Detroit team, with an improved Detroit team that got better other than at the corner spot. They got better defensively almost everywhere but corner. With with the loss of Darius Slut. but he got Trufant, Okuda, Jamie Collins, Trey Flott. We got a pretty good defense in Detroit, and I think that's good enough to win the game. And I, I'm I'm going really low here. I think the Lions win. I'd say like 
twenty to sixteen. It's gonna be a low scoring game because both defenses are gonna play well. Um, then we got Raiders at Panthers at one p.m. Eastern time. I'm gonna bet my money on the Carolina Panthers mainly because of CMC in his prime. Just got his big money, the contract that he deserves. Just got it, and I just think that he's gonna have an amazing year once again. Um. Facing the Raiders, you know, not a great defense. So I think CMC is going to have, I'd say, 200 all-purpose easily against his Raiders defense, who's not not very great. I mean, they, I mean, they picked up DeMond Arnett in the draft. They got who else? I mean, they didn't really improve the defense that much, but they got Henry Ruggs. So their, their offense is going to be pretty good. The, the Raiders offense is going gonna, is gonna to give the Panthers defense some problems with it. The Panthers have a really young defense, so that means that sometimes, you know, against really unexperienced teams, they'll play well. And against really experienced teams, you know, young players tend to crumble under the pressure. But I think week one, so many young studs on that Panthers defense. I just think the Panthers pull it out. I think my score 23 to, I'd say, 21. I I think this would be a pretty close game. All right, now we got Jets at Bills at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, this one is a pretty easy pick. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. I just think that Josh Allen is going to have a pretty solid game. You know, the Jets, the loss of Jamal Adams, C.J. Mosley, stuff like that. I just don't see the Jets putting up enough points to win this game. I, I think Bills, I think Bills, when I said like 28-17, that's being generous to the Jets because I'm a huge Sam Donald fan, but I think that Donald is good enough to put up 17 points, and I think the Bills are just going to not, not walk over and get a pretty good win. All right, so we're, we're getting into the last of our 1 o'clock games, um, or 1 o'clock window, I should say. We got the Browns at the Ravens, um, 1 p.m. Eastern. My thoughts on this, I just think the Ravens are just going to walk over Cleveland. I think Ravens win. I'd say like thirty-one seventeen. I think Lamar has a good day. Baker Mayfield will have a pretty solid day. I mean, he has great weapons. Mayfield has something to prove this year. Mayfield has to play well, or else he might be on the hot seat to get out of Cleveland. But I think he will play well. I just but the reigning MVP at home versus the Browns. I I I just think Lamar Jackson is going to go berserk against Cleveland. Um, I think I'd say Hollywood Brown has a pretty good game. I think Mark Andrews is a pretty good game. And J.K., don't sleep on J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, in a few weeks or so, could emerge as the RB1. Mark Ingram is not is not getting any younger, so yeah. To watch out for J.K. Dobbins to have a sneaky good game. All right, now let's go to the last game of the 1 o'clock window. Seahawks at Falcons. I'm picking Seattle. I think Russell Wilson takes home MVP this year. And I just think that the Seahawks offense is going to be too much for the Falcons offense, even though it's a great offense, to keep up with. I think Wilson scores over 30 points. And I think, I, I think, I just think, um, I mean, here's, here's the thing, right? Atlanta is going to get in some shootouts. They have offensive talent. They have Ridley, Julio, Matt Ryan, Pretty good old line, Todd Gurley. I mean, they have Hayden I mean, they they have offensive weapons. I mean, Atlanta can get in shootouts with you, but their defense never really holds up their end of the bargain. So, I have 
I have the Seahawks winning, I'd say, like, 35-31. to 31. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, mainly because both offenses are really good. I think with the addition of Jamal Adams, it's going to help the defense for Seattle. Okay, now we're going to head to our 4 o'clock games. We have how many? We have three 4 o'clock uh, games, so let's, let's hop into those. Um, And we got Chargers at Bengals. I have a pretty easy pick for them. Not a really easy pick. But I'm picking the Chargers. I think their edge rushers are just going to get to Joe Burrow in that bad Bengals O-line. I just don't see that O-line holding up for Joe Burrow. Even though Burrow has a lot of weapons, you know, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross if he steps up, Auden Tate, T. Higgins, five solid wideouts. And then he got a pretty solid tight end with C.J. Uzuma. Still, I don't see it, – it, this game's all up to the O-line. Because I think Burrow can have a field day with those weapons, especially with Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, all, all those guys I just mentioned. He can have a field day with those guys. But that's only if the O-line holds up. And against Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, I, I, I don't see that happening. And that's why I'm picking the Chargers to win, I'd say, like, 26 to 20, 26 to, I'd say, like, 14. Because I don't see the Bengals scoring a lot of points. If the O-line holds up, Bengals win outright, win this football game. But since I don't have a lot of confidence in the offensive line, I'm picking the Chargers to win this game. All right, Buccaneers at Saints. I'm taking um, – I'm sorry, Buccaneers Saints, 425 Eastern. Keys in this game, I think the Saints, what they have to do, they have to feed Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara needs that confidence back because he had a really down season. He was injuries, everything. They needed to feed Kamara the football. If they do that, he's going to get a lot of confidence back. He just got his contract. Kamara's feeling good. Feed him the ball. Get him to 100 yards. Get him to 50 receiving yards. Feed the ball to Kamara, especially with the aging Drew Brees, who is not really accurate deep ball. And also... What I said, don't attempt deep ball passes. You don't need to. You Michael Thomas, who's almost unguardable going across the middle on the slants and, you know, those little out routes, up and ends, curls. He's literally almost unguardable when he runs, the, runs those routes. And you have Emmanuel Sanders, who's a pretty good um, route runner. So you have two good receivers, one stud, obviously. Pretty solid tight end. Just don't attempt any deep ball pass. I mean, attempt one once in a while. Breeze isn't that very accurate of a passer down the field, so keep your pa- keep keep your pass game intermediate, and also involve Alvin Kamara in the pass game as well. You need him to step up, get that confidence back. You'll be feeling good about getting that contract, and then feed him the ball. And then the keys for the Bucks: Tom Brady has to step up in this game. I think he will. Um, and your defense has to hold up because this Saints offense is stacked at almost every spot on the offense. So you that defense with the guys like Devin White, Levante David, guys like that, um, Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea, Sean Murphy, but like guys like that, they, they those guys need to step up and and you know hold the Saints offense to under thirty points. So. I just think if they can do that, they can win this game. But uh, I don't know what to say here. 
My my final prediction, I think Saints take it. I think the Saints win it. Drew Brees has a pretty good game. And I think they feed Kamara the ball. I think this game goes to a high-scoring overtime game. And I think the Saints win 40-34. to They get the ball first in overtime, take it right down the field, give it to Kamara on the goal line, punch it in for six. End of game. All right, now we're heading into the last of the 4 o'clock window. Got cards, Cardinals, at the Niners at 425 Eastern. This one's a pretty easy one. I'm taking the 49ers reigning NFC champs. I think Seattle wins that division, but I think the 49ers definitely have a 12-4, type 11-5 of, type of season. And I think, especially at home, they're going to own the Cardinals. That O-line still doesn't. The old still doesn't impress me. And you're facing Joey Bosa, Eric Armstead, guys like that who are just insane. Guys like D Ford, like you're facing guys that would you definitely wouldn't want to face with that Cardinals O line. But I think Kyler Murray can have a, can have, can have a pretty good game with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, and I think Murray could have a kind of like a dark horse MVP season with Hopkins. But at the same time, I don't think that helps them a lot with winning games because their problem last year really wasn't scoring the ball. Their problem was their O-line was terrible and their defense was one of the worst in the NFL. Their offense wasn't even the problem. Like, Murray was putting up... Murray could put up 30 points a game and they'd still lose. So, the I mean, the addition of Hopkins helps, but doesn't help the defense at all. I mean, they re-signed Buda Baker to a long-term contract. They they need Byron Murphy Jr. stuff. They they need they just need that defense in the O line to step up. This team could be a playoff team, but I just don't see it. I don't I don't see them beating the Niners at Levi Stadium, whatever they call it, up in Santa Clara, with that O line and that defense. Because okay, D Hop is gonna help Kyler Murray a lot, but it's not gonna help the Cardinals win. It's gonna help the Cardinals win games, but it's not gonna majorly help the Cardinals win games, like. They put up, what, 31 points versus the Niners last year and still lost. And their defense, I mean, got a little bit better. I mean, they got Devon Kennard, Isaiah Simmons, yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see how things go. Okay, now let's get to the Sunday night football. Oh, final prediction. I go 49ers. I'd say 49ers, 34, Cardinals, 27. All right, now let's go to the Sunday night football game. Cowboys at Rams, and I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys, one of the best rosters in the league. Dak Prescott, hopefully he plays well for them. Zeke Elliott, top four, top five, top three running back, right when to categorize him. Facing the Rams, who are not a great football team. I mean, they have Jared Goff. Yes, they have Cooper Cup. Yes, they have good. They they have they have good pieces. They have great coaching as well. But I just don't see them beating out Dallas with when the, the Cowboys can literally drop. 30 points on the Rams' defense. And Aaron Donald never really plays well versus Dallas. If you look at his stats versus Dallas, even though they lost Travis Frederick, I just think the Cowboys win this game. I think they put up, like, close to, like, 30 points. Like, I think they win, like, 36 to, like... I go, th- I go 36 to 19. I, I think it's going to be pretty... No, 36 to 29. I think, I think it's going to be a seven-point a seven victory for Dallas. All right, now let's get to... Monday night football, got two games. Got an East Coast and West Coast game. 
Steelers at Giants is the East Coast game at 7-10 Eastern. Um, I, and I'm, I'm going for the upset. I'm taking the New York Giants. I think Barkley has a, a great a, a career day. Barkley has a career day. I know it's versus Steelers, but I, I just think the Giants offense steps up in this game and wins it for him. I'm not a big fan of Big Ben or the Steelers offense. I think Big Ben just—I'm not calling him washed up. He is not the same QB as he was, and he especially won't be with that injury that he's coming off of. So, I think Giants get a big upset at home versus Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers. And the, your keys to win—you just have to. Your offense has to play well, and so do your defense. I mean, you're, I just think the Giants have to, like every almost every par- part of the. Game has to be great. Danny Dimes has to be great. Your receiving core, Slayton, Tate, Shepard has to be great. Saquon has to play at an elite level. Your O-line has to play pretty good. Your defense has to play pretty good. Everything has to go right for you to win this game. And I think not everything goes right, but things go right. And you pull out an eeky 24-18 to type of win. And then now let's go to the last game. Titans at the Broncos. Broncos lost Von Miller. I'm taking Tennessee Titans. Even though Derrick Henry doesn't really heat up in the beginning of the season. So I'm taking Tennessee. I think Tannehill is highly overhated. They say, oh, he only hands the ball off to Derrick Henry. Well, how come he led the NFL in the highest passer rating last year? Like, statistically, if you look at the games he played, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the regular season. But if you can't stop the run, then don't stop running the ball. Like, if you can't stop the run, don't stop running it. This is my thoughts on Tannehill. And I think Tannehill has a pretty good season. And I think A.J. Brown has a 1,000-yard season. I think Derrick Henry heats up at the end of the year like he usually does. But even though... Jesus Christ, I'm spitting all over my computer. Even though the even though Henry doesn't heat up in the in the beginning of the season, I think they still pull out... The W. I think Titans win twenty-two to seventeen. So that is my final prediction for Week One. So those are my predictions for Week One of the NFL season. I'm sorry my voice is you know not that lethargic, mainly because I'm very I'm kind of sick right now. I think I have a cold or something. But um, thanks for listening. You know it was great doing being here. I wanted to do these you know the day, like the day of the games early morning so you you kind of you kind of you kind of feel the vibes of game day and I'm so happy the NFL is back. I know that they the Texans and Chiefs already played their game but I'm more excited for when there's many many games in a day and especially on a day like this a Sunday afternoon where you have a lot of football. You have it's it's just I'm so happy football's back. Thanks for listening to this. And um, my final thoughts on the whole week one is that please be good games. I don't want to sit here and watch some trash. Like, I want to watch great football. And here's the thing about the NFL being back. People watch bad football games. People don't watch bad NBA games. Like, people would watch the two worst teams in the NFL play each other. Mainly because of how great the sport is. And even though how bad two teams can be, it's still entertaining. Like, 
say, let's see, say the Jags played the Bengals. People would still watch that. But say the Charlotte Hornets played against the Washington Wizards. I mean, no one's going to watch that. So the NFL being back really has a huge impact on this country. How much we love football. And thanks for listening to my week one Sunday, Monday predictions. I'll probably do one before a Thursday Thursday nighter. But thanks for listening. And as always, make sure to... (laughs) Wait, never mind. What was I going to (laughs) say? Okay. Thanks for watching. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm out.